0: I'm I'm Welcome, folks, to episode 70 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And with me always is my main man, Nick Valdez. Tex, howdy. What's going on, brother?
1: Howdy. Howdy, everybody. Uh, Yo, Arturo. So remember we talked about Neil Blomkamp's new movie, uh, Demonic? A a while ago, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that during our... our 2021 preview i i believe i think we did but um so now now we finally have a trailer to give us an idea of what this actually looks like yeah um i i mean i don't know what are your thoughts (laughs) like what are your thoughts on it like i wanted
0: i want to know what you think about it because i have my own opinion about it. it
1: it's like uh it's like we we talked about uh last night in soho last time where it's just it's too unique For me to be like, oh, it's not exactly exciting. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm in the same mindset. (laughs) Um, I don't know what's going on in the trailer. It looks, especially with uh, the virtual stuff. Over the video game stuff, whatever it was. And for a second, yeah. I was like, Oh, look, they meet Grandma's Boy video game, you know, demonic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah. And then, and then I was like, Oh shit. And, and for a second, I was joking. But then as I, as the trailer k- I kept going, I was like, Wait a minute. Is this Wait, like an man, actual, this is, <laughs> this is yeah. demonic from Grandma's Boy? Um, but, um, no, um, it also reminded me of Lawn Man a little bit. How it did right. the virtual thing with, with the real life thing, but it's like I told you earlier, Tex. Um, um, the best part about this trailer is the fact that Carly Pope is alive and um, yeah, we're- from the popular <laughs> days. So I'm glad she's uh, alive and kicking and, and has yeah. a gig. Um,
1: but yeah, he wrote real this movie, bunk, yeah. but, um, he's, so he he's on that movie. island. Of- He's on that yeah. island of Misfit Toys right now. Yeah, he's um, he's, he's, like, he's, he's one of those creators.
0: Um, unfortunately for him, he's had a lot of more misses, right? Um, yeah. Oh, what'd you think
1: of Elysium? I was not a big fan. Yeah? I, like, yeah.
0: I like I, the gimmick. I like the little, you know, Shalto um, Coplay in it with, as like this mechanized kind of dude and like the little thing. Um, I, I think they copied that in fucking Bloodshot. Um, yeah, a bit. like,
1: it's yeah. it too... To be 100 percent honest, like I, I really only like District Nine. Yeah. Like out of same. out of his trilogy, like same. you know what I mean. Yeah, same. I haven't and, seen
0: Chappie, and I can't really say I remember Elysium that well. Besides the, yeah. the mechanized armor shit,
1: and I, I like the I, I like the idea of when he was attached to like an alien movie, but then like uh, looking oh. at Demonic and looking at like his trilogy, I'm like which. Yeah.
0: By the way, um, I'm not sure if you're privy to this uh knowledge, but he released more artwork from his potential um alien oh. thing and it looked it looked pretty dope, man. It looked like it was gonna be Sigourney Weavers character Ripley. With um, uh, with the Michael Behind's character from Aliens, and they were gonna oh go into this alien-infested location or something. I don't know. It, it looked really uh, cool. It looked like you know what it was. I think that was his comeback moment. You know what I mean? Like maybe th- that was it. Like it, it yeah. is part of hearts. He was like, "Oh my god, this I'm gonna come back like
1: strong." This, yeah, that's why he hasn't let it go, right? Like, yeah, I, exactly. But like, like it, dude, yeah. me,
0: it's time to move on. Like, I. But you know it, what it is but. too is because uh, studios gave him too much free reign. He had a lot of original content before actually proving himself 100%. It's like yes, he had a district 9 but they but then he used that kind of clout to do Elysium and do Chappie and do whatever other things he wanted yeah. to do, and he never I, really I, substantiated his kind of his "quote unquote" genius. You know?
1: Yeah, I think the I think the worst part about the demonic trailer is that it's more sci-fi. Like I, yes. you know, when you, yeah. you see it, you 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 hear the name demonic, you see like you you hear the premise, and you're like, oh, it's a demon thing, and then you know, then find out it's more science fiction. Like it's like yeah, this, yeah. she plugs um, into virtual reality or whatever, and like it, that's kind of. I, I but, mean, I guess but there was cool, in, but. yeah. It seems like he's he's
0: definitely trying to amalgamate both uh, realms at the same time because there are instances in the trailer where it looks like there is some kind of um, entity present at some point, right, but you right. don't know if that's in the virtual world. I think that's the whole you know gimmick of the fucking movie. Yeah, um, and that's again, fine.
1: Yeah, that's fine, fine, but um, it's not ex- it's not exactly exciting, right? Is this like, some, it, is this
0: a streaming movie or is it like a theater movie?
1: I don't know, and if they were smart, it would be VOD. <laughs> hey man.
0: Straight up VOD, dude. Let's see what happens, but uh speaking of demonic and like, you know, demons and possessions and and VOD. And, and VOD, right? And streaming. <laughs> uh today's main attraction, folks, is a highly anticipated sequel a conjuring not a conjuring conjuring 3 um yeah, the conjuring the, the devil conjuring made me three. 3 the devil made me do it and now i get the tagline after watching the movie um yeah
1: that, that was the famous like uh, that that actually like the case that this whole movie's based on is is kind of famous in that way like when they first announced they were doing it i was like oh okay it's about time like it's one of those things where it's like yeah. oh it's about time they did this well, let's get. I mean, let's all right. Get so into let's it, get right? off the bat.
0: Let's do our little review thingy.
1: Yeah, spoiler we start breaking. Spoiler down. free review. So yeah. What do you think, Arturo? Is it a, a pay for it, wait for it, or stay away from it? I watched it at home, and yeah, so I did think, I. Full disclosure.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I think it was a good at home watch. I'm not sure if I would recommend paying for it. To be honest, for it. To be honest with you. Um, yes. I think a way for it is definitely appropriate, but if you have HBO Max, by all means, go watch it um if you have nothing else to do um it's a fun little movie um there are some really good ideas there it's not groundbreaking by any means it doesn't come close to the original um it's better than part two in terms in terms in terms of um entertainment and in terms of actually keeping you captivated because in my opinion part two seemed a little long-winded and boring but uh uh, this one, it kind of tried t- to do the, their best to keep you in it. And, you know, it was pretty successful. It was a bit long. It as It's almost two hours. But I think it was definitely not terrible. It was better than I expected it to be. Uh, to be honest, I had a very little um, expectations for this movie because of the directing team behind it. It's the people behind La Llorona, which, you know, we fucking totally destroyed um, here on the show. Um, and they, again, kind of disappointed, again, with the hard R, you know, you have an R already. They did some things that were d- definitely in that realm, close to that realm, but they didn't fully take advantage of that. Um, Tex, what do you think? What do you think, Amen?
1: I, no, I completely agree. Uh, it's, it, it's definitely a wait for it. It's an HBO Max. It Like, don't, don't don't go to a theater as much as you know oh you should go see horror in theaters but this one it's it's kind of like um I would agree we'll get into the the specifics of why but I do agree that it's better than two mostly because there's a better core story yeah there's a for sure. there's a more there's a more interesting story at the core there's more interesting possession and you know it's not exactly a mystery but I, I like that it's more like um like a cop movie kind of yeah thing, yeah it's that, uh you know
0: it's more a direct point A to point B kind of movie. Yes, um, yes, which is cool. Um, so, uh, spoiler time. Uh, so, if yeah, you guys w- w- want to watch, yeah, free we're going we're going right, right into this. <laughs> yeah, and turn away. Um, so, it's definitely um, a point A to point B. So, th- the movie. It's it, one really cool, interesting thing th- that they finally brought into this realm is a curse. Right. So, this movie yes. is is um it's not a demonic possession. It's a curse. That brings a possession, which is different. It's a witch, pretty much. Yeah, so pr- pretty much it's a witch who yeah, is trying I would, I would to. Yeah, a
1: witch. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's a witch who's trying, um, who's um, enacted a curse as a ritual to bring about a demon, pretty much, right? That's mm-hmm. the gist of it. Um, so she targets um, a little boy who right off the bat in the beginning of the movie, dude, like honestly, like. The best part of the movie, folks, is the yeah, first one is the, the first opening. ten minutes, first yeah. fifteen minutes, whatever it is. Um, you get a fucking, you get uh, you get everything. <laughs> you get everything. You get a possession. You get an exorcism. You get um, a fucking contortioning to the max, which I thought would have killed that little kid. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm surprised he's alive. Um, because the yeah, way that it, body contorted, I was like, he's done for, man. I wish he yeah, would have kind of, you know, done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean you, I mean you can't have kid death at the start of every movie,
0: you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, I know, but this one only like only the dude, good ones,
1: only the good ones. Dude, but, he um, fucking
0: turned into a pretzel. You're going to tell me like, you know, he's not affected after that, you know?
1: I mean, maybe some kids are super flexible like
0: that, but and lucky his you, bones haven't grown in yet probably.
1: I do like that they do call attention to that. Like, yes. Like later when he – like in the recovery stage. They're like, oh, well, we don't know if he's going to be okay or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, oh, like, cool. So uh, they, they do – Yeah, legit.
0: Yeah. Um, they did pay attention to that a little detail. That's – I absolutely agree. It was also um the same thing in terms of that medical stuff you're talking about when uh when the demon attacked um, Ed, right? And kind of right. caused like – a major heart attack pretty much. Um, he's yes. in the hospital and the doctor legit was like, uh, like Lorraine was like, Hey, is it going to be all right? The doctor was like, um, uh, you know what? I have to run some more tests to be able to safely answer that. And then I was telling my wife, I'm like, Oh, you know what? That's, that's different. You know, like usually in movies, it's like, you know, I don't know, or, or this and that. So right. in terms of just like a little details to kind of accentuate the story a little bit, I thought that was pretty neat. And, yeah.
1: This this movie uh, like it it starts out by throwing you into the climax of like a previous conjuring. This is like it's kind of like conjuring one climax, you know, full full exorcism, yeah, it's true, like full destruction and full like you get you get cool like you're right like when thinking back on the movie itself. I'm more interested in the little details. Yes, you, Like It's stuff yeah. that you're mentioning. Like it's all in the little things that they do. Like, um, like when the kid is possessed in the beginning, you get like the claw marks that are. I like, like that
0: so much. Yeah, dude. right. Like, that was so it, the, good.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of fun little ideas like that. Yeah, and they, um, they, they start so, from the very beginning,
0: right? Yeah, like, with those claw marks, dude. Like, um, it's. It was great, um, especially as he's going down the stairs and you see like I physically see demon claw marks. And that was so dope because that's like the first time, um, other witnesses are yes. privy to that yes. kind of like. Oh, shit. Did you just see that? Like, whole that actually happened. And like, it was really in depth, man. Super in depth that like, yeah, that whole like intro was just like a little mini movie that kind of they kind of blew their load with that.
1: That's um, what I it's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, you they the unfortunate part of that is that they set the bar too high. They yeah. they set they set the bar too high for them to like surpass later, and like as we'll get into, they really don't like they 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 make it to... It becomes they, very generic, honestly. Yeah. After um
0: after that uh, first encounter with the uh, demon and stuff like that, they because uh, it
1: even has a good ending to it. Like, yes, it, has it a does. Good ending it and does. to I where agree. like. And that's how it starts, you know. That's when we get into the main plot of the movie where the, you know, Arne, uh, he or Arnie, I forget his Arnie. name, but like, Arnie, yeah. Yeah. In subtitles, it says Arne and it, it messes me up. But, uh, <laughs> so Arnie's like, take me instead. And then you see, like, Another thing we'll get into is like the small detail uh, in like the eyes, like where, yeah, when um, you
0: yeah, where you're going from a demonic possession into regular human again. Um, they have this really cool eye effect where it just kind of it goes from a really opaque into just back into like a regular poop, a, a, a regular uh, pupil color, and um, in that transference of of demon from body to body, it was just really well done. Like they definitely yeah. um spent. The budget they had, well, in terms of the CG stuff. Um, yeah, I would uh, agree. Yeah, it's. Uh, but like I said, a- after that whole first fifteen minutes or whatever it is, it's kind of. Um, it's. I wouldn't say downhill, but you kind of like you're you peaked, and now you're just kind of you know, yeah, a little bit downhill uh, <laughs> because yeah, no, it's it's yeah
1: yeah it's the nature of peaks and valleys, right? Yeah, like you, of course. When you get when you hit such a peak in the beginning, you're like, oh. When you actually get into the movie, the movie itself becomes a valley. It becomes like a yeah. becomes a resting period. Because but like, it, it, oh, okay, it just I'm,
0: stays I'm, like that
1: throughout the yeah, movie. Yeah, like I'm I'm waiting for the movie to start. But like you're right, cause it's so intense right from the jump. And yeah, like yeah, it's not intense in in the, you know, the horror. Uh, quote unquote like oh, no it's, not, it's like, intense super and brutal, like the thrill
0: like, kind of you know yeah. but like but it is like horror though you know it's still like yeah. you know, this religious horror shit's still going on demonic possession still going on but it was just really well done and like i was surprised how well done it was and i had after watching that first act i was like oh shit this can actually turn out to be a decent flick it
1: which it was high,
0: yeah yeah um, which it was, but like we just said, um, that's the best part of the movie. So after that, the story stays kind of – it's decent. It's a decent story because you get the demon. This is what they said, how they said, oh, it's not a haunted house movie anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, so you get the demon in Arnie. So Arnie um, is now in jail because of his fucking demonic actions, pretty much stabbing somebody 22 times or whatever it is.
1: What did um, you – so – how did you feel about that? Like, uh, so he, he's like when he goes through his possession, he's hallucinating. He he sort. Uh, I forget what the song is. What's the song that they they key into that? Like, um, I
0: totally forgot, honestly. Yeah,
1: it, it's the
0: <laughs> I totally forgot. It's, but it but it worked like it worked yeah, for the scene, though.
1: Yeah, it's the movie trope of like attaching like this classic song to the devil or to the demon itself and like, you know, when he hears the song, it's the the demon messing around, you know, he, like he yeah. hears the guy singing it and all that stuff. I wish I remembered the song, but that's kind of part of all of this like yeah so like it, it, yeah it's is so much that's like unmemorable at the same time uh, yeah There's so, so much like the whole like,
0: thing uh, with the with um those kinds of scenes is uh the witch and the curse when she's enacting and trying to do her shit she makes you see shit yeah and you do horrible things when you see those things because you think a demon is attacking you and it's actually your buddy and then you stab him 22 times um and then you go to jail so it's, um, man, I just wish that scene in particular, it was good. Like, they had me again in that scene, right? When, when it turned mm-hmm. into that. Because every time that witch kind of showed up, things uh, kind of spiked again in terms of action and suspense, right? And and that scene, like, you know, you know in your head, off the bat, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to stab this fucking guy. And you're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. And then it just cuts to black. And it was no, very it, –
1: it, it, it cuts, it cuts to the outside of the house. Yeah. Remember this yeah. very specifically. It's not a cut to black because at least cutting to black, you'd be like, oh, you did it for like, I don't know – Rob Zombie Fact. shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes. Like, oh, it's too extreme to show. But, but yeah, it, it just cut, yeah. You're you right. Cut to the outside of the house, and then it's like, oh man. Yeah, then, I'm like, wait, like, see... dude.
0: But like, even in that moment, for a second, I had to check the rating of the movie. I was like, wait a minute, this is R. I had to pause the movie for a second and check the rating. And I was like, right. oh, okay, it is an R movie. What the fuck happened? You started so well, and then you just kind of like didn't want to do enough you know but yeah like what's funny enough um lorraine warren is in a scene in the forest where she um kind of is in a trance and reenacts the stabbing right which i thought was a fucking dope where she kind of just you know stabbing this girl 22 times Right, like in a, like a vision or kind of thing, right? So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you put that in there, w- which is cool, right? But then you like don't go all the way with that, and it's funny because th- there was even like a demon attacking him, like he, or, or a, a figure of some kind.
1: Yeah, and it was. I would have liked part to see of like more, his, man. It was part of like his hallucination or yeah, his hallucination, uh, and like um, now. Like that's the other thing too Like the you know the central Premise of the movie is um, He you know he's trying to get Out of this murder case by saying You know by citing demonic Possession and all that stuff and We don't get the murder you know what I mean Like the the whole like the Whole plot of the movie hinges On we don't get the murder. murder or the
0: actual verdicts like i wanted to actually see them kind of do the sentencing or whatever like i wanted to see the the you know like emily rose thing where they do the trial yeah, thing
1: because right. like th- it would have been different right yeah i kind of wish you played into that more because yes, like agreed. it's all it's already different enough by uh doing this court case thing and by mm-hmm. doing this working with the police thing cuz it's a uh, it's a new angle for the Warrens, you know? Cause Agreed. The Warrens, the Warrens, uh, the cool thing about the Conjuring franchise overall is that it's more, it's kind of more action focused. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's demonic possession and, you know, religious horror, but at the same time, it's the it's lethal more weapon about... of religious horror,
0: right? So, because, you know, <laughs> yeah, Riggs and Murtaugh, it, Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's more about following the Warrens as they battle these things. Yeah. And it's always like- some kind of like physical altercation somehow with the Warrens. Dude, it would have been like, great
0: to see the back and forth of uh, the Warrens on the stand. That would have been top notch. But you know what, though? This this filmmaking crew is not capable of doing. They're not. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Because that's when you get into like actual like grounded drama shit where you have right. to kind of know how to film conversation and back and forth stuff. Um, and not just throw shit on the screen, you know what I mean? Like, and it it would have been the perfect time to kind of do flashback scenes of the murder itself. You know what I mean? Like, um, and and it would have been also a good way to tell the the entire story throughout the movie. If you, uh, but then again, you would have copied the concept of Emily Rose. Um, where which
1: which would have been fine, which would have be been honest. fine because it
0: is my favorite, um, religious horror yeah. exorcism movie. So, yeah,
1: because like if you're gonna, so let's get into that, right? Like, because if you're gonna copy something, yeah, which this, which this movie does, like it does why not co- why yeah. not copy the best one? But like, yeah. so, um, you know, we, we mentioned like how the little details in this help to elevate the entire product. Cause yeah, you know, cause the core story is fine. It's more interesting. But like what make it how what makes it like exciting or compelling is these little details added onto it. Like little details such as like the Warrens. The Warrens are a little detail in this, you know, because it's more about like Arn Arnie and all that stuff. But yeah. then then you get little horror details that it's like it's obvious that the filmmakers behind this are like, "Oh, you've also watched horror movies." Like, you yeah you- <laughs> yeah we've,
0: we've spoken about um uh, their little fanboy you know, interview that they had just kind of gushing over horror and stuff like that. And right. you kind of see that. I I was a little bit afraid, but it's still you know, I was still right about everything. <laughs> um so like in the beginning they have a shot where the priest shows up to that house. That's obvious, like exorcist shot when the priest you know right. shows up to that house in, in in DC. And then there's um uh an homage to the shining Um, where when Jack Torrance is, is walking around, well, limping around the hotel with the axe, you know, dragging the axe on the floor, the same thing happens to Ed, where he's limping around, dragging a fucking sledgehammer on the floor.
1: Yeah, they, they legit wrote in a limp for him in this movie, just so they can pull that off. But, um... Yeah. but
0: they also were in a fucking heart attack which kind of like added to his character trait which means don't every time he did too much we were like oh my god he's going to die of a fucking heart attack but then i was like oh no he does of a heart attack when he's an old man <laughs> so i remembered and in real life he dies when he's older so oh, right. um yeah. yeah so um but it was a cool thing to add um into it because honestly i was watching the movie with my wife and she's She's into horror, but she's not like me into horror. So she's like a regular viewer and she was like into it, totally into the movie because of that little heart attack thing where it's like, oh my God, he's doing too much. And then Lorraine, like what drove me crazy is that knowing this, Lorraine would get into these fucking situations um, where, like, Ed would yeah. just have to fucking run after her through the woods like he she, was a 20-year-old kid, like, doing all this crazy doing the, work.
1: She kept doing the most. Like, uh, yeah, that's always the fun part about the Warrens, too. Like, the Warrens in the Conjuring franchise are so inherently fun because of that. Because yeah. Lorraine's always putting herself in, like, these wild-ass situations. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely gets, right about she, that. She gets so caught up in, like, her psychic shit. This happens in every yes, movie. you're right. you leg- so right. It, it legit happens in every movie that she gets so caught up in her, in, it, you know, and it's not her fault, because, like, especially in this one, like, in no. this one, because we find out that it works the other way around, too. Like, you know, that we find out that she's also getting played with. But, you know, she's always, like, doing the most and, and has to save her. And so in this one, they throw the wrench in that, like, oh, shit, maybe Ed can't save her this time. Oh, is Ed, you know, it, it goes a little too far. Like, the whole cliff thing, I think is a little, like, it's a little dumb, you know? Yeah, like I mean. Mostly because mostly it looks bad, like, because it, it, it's, like, it's too obvious of a green screen, like, when they get to the cliff and all that stuff. Yeah, but, I um, mean,
0: I. I really didn't mind that I wasn't looking into that. I just kind I mean,
1: of no like of course not. They're not gonna act around was, a real cliff. No, like, no, you know, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> not that. But I was like just it focused more on the fact that like um if you're gonna be using this heart attack gimmick with ed like you have to slow him down a little bit like this dude like was acting like he was back in, in fucking Watchmen, you know right it's <laughs> throwing kicks around so um i wish th- they would have slowed him down a little bit and that would have worked with uh with more tension building and suspensibility but again it's a filmmaker thing
1: you know what i mean right and you know and the Warrens, once more, are the best part of the movie. Yes, uh, agreed. Know, Vera, For- Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Like, yeah, they're they, the best. Like, they, they have their shit down at this point. Like, they're Yeah, they're I mean, like, listen, like, like they- honestly, at
0: this point, like, like, I'll take them. If they're involved in Another in Conjuring, I'll watch it because of that. A- a- and I'll watch it just because it's also the Warrens. I'm a fan of the Warrens in real life. I love the whole, the whole mystique of the museum and all that stuff. And I... I watch these movies because of their stories. The first one, the first. This is why I really love the first Conjuring because the first Conjuring introduced them, but it was, um, it didn't focus solely on them. You know, it was yeah, they were it part was, of the yes. exactly. They were part of this possession story of this haunting story, and it just so yeah. happened that they had to be brought in because they were the experts, like they were their priests, and like like in this like you know like in that That's movie. It. You know, that's
1: a very that's a very good point, because it it does change when, you know, the whole like like in part three, it does change when the movie is about them being put like it's instead of them getting called into a situation. It's about them being called into this situation. Yeah, it's a very key difference. But like, you know, when you put so much you. so much weight on their shoulders you like yeah you get like a good chemistry at the center of it all like you get like like i like these smaller moments they have like in the cop like when they're driving the car and she's like oh well you know he her body's back there and all that stuff yeah kind of smile a little bit yeah that was good shit i wish we had some more of that but then like when you put so much weight on them you realize that the rest of the movie kind of lacks without them in it yeah. It, it it turns into like a, a Simpsons Poochie situation where you're like, Well, <laughs> well where are the wards? Like why aren't the wards on screen yeah. now? And, like what <laughs> and you know what though? Like but. I'm not totally
0: saying either that um, the rest of the cast was trash because they weren't like they were serviceable. No,
1: I, um, I would not. Uh, yeah, yeah I wouldn't go like they were serviceable, but like you,
0: you're absolutely right. Like I wanted to see them on the screen all the time because I'm like, yeah. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Like, um, and and you're right. Like it's it's a different situation in the in, in this uh, uh, version of the movie because now, as you said. Now the the conflict is is them, you know, like they're part they're tied into this conflict one on one, you know? What I mean, yeah. it's it's not like they were thrust into this thing and then they had to just kind of do their thing. No, like they fucking Ed was cursed, you know? Like Ed was fucking yes. cursed. Ed, Ed was given Ed was- a fucking heart attack by a demon at the beginning of the movie. Like they were like legit in it in it like the entire time and the fact the cool little detail too that ed knew about arnie before anyone else and he couldn't tell anybody because he was in a fucking in the hospital um that was super dope and that automatically was like yo the minute he wakes up it's like oh my god this fucking kid's gonna kill somebody
1: yeah that's why like that's why the climax is weird too because like you have arnie in the hospital like almost killing himself for the curse oh my god and, yeah. yeah the ed and lorraine thing and like on the different side of town in, you know, under underground and like the whole witch's lair and shit like that. So then it's like, then you get that you get a literal physical representation of that disconnect between the two stories. Yeah. You know, Cause it's like, we, we're here for the Warrens. So that's the most interesting part. You know what I mean? It, it's a difference because like compare that to conjuring one where they're going through all this to specifically save the person possessed. Yeah. Like here, here they're going through all this to save each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're stuck in this shit. So th- you're right. Like by shifting the focus specifically to the warrens, it makes every like it makes the packaging around it like less so. Just just because like it's it's not the warrens, you know? Yeah. It, it's no,
0: like- no. Yeah. Well, uh, I agree, um, hundred percent. But like it's uh, it's like we've been saying that uh, the, the entire time. It's the movie is them now. You know, it's yeah. They realized early on that Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson together. You know, they have great chemistry and they work um, well as the Warrens. And they and they're like, okay, where? How can we do this without having to totally focus on? On the actual story, 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 you know, like, Dude, it, like it, yeah. it's cool to kind of throw them in there because then you don't really have to write a true horror story, you know, like Dude, the, the Conjuring it, is a true horror yes. story.
1: Yeah, it it sucks too because we've seen a successful movie that continues the Warrens story with like continues the Conjuring universe without yes. being about the Warrens. Absolutely, and Annabelle comes home yeah. like out of like it out of all the. Examples, right? Like Annabelle yeah. Three turns out to be like the real good Conjuring sequel. Yeah, le- it's like yeah, legit. <laughs> but honestly, though, like
0: and the entire universe, that's number two after Part One, and that should be I, yeah, the Conjuring Two because technically, I, even in the yeah. t- even in the timeline of things, that movie actually happens after the events of the Conjuring. That's true. We yeah. we
1: call it one point five, but like yeah. it's legit part two. It's like, it, it's legit. It's The
0: Conjuring 2 we deserve. You know? Yeah.
1: Because, <laughs> you know, it's about their daughter and like her, their daughter has like the, the same psychic powers and shit like and and like that's great. It's got a good cast. It's got a great story. It's got all of that stuff. But then like it sucks because after seeing that and then watching the actual yeah. part three where I was like, oh, this one. Uh, I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong, but like um, it seems like it's it's sending out the Warrens. You know, like, this is, like, oh, maybe they'll do a part four, but this also seems like a good place to end it for them. Especially when you get, like, the, the credits at the end where it's, like, you get the... I don't know if they've done the whole realistic Warren things before. Like, they've yeah, yeah. done the real-life Warren comparison, but then...
0: Yeah, you also got this it, exorcism on the tape, too, um, which is pretty dope yeah. and creepy as yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, I... I think it's, like, a send-off, right? I, it feels like it's it's a conclusion to their story, you know, because Ed's all kind of fucked up now. You yeah, know, they, but you know what, though? But they're like, moving on to, like, a happy but, ending, a Jace. But, but
0: yeah. the thing is with that is that they have so many, like, legit stories Like, if you think of the museum they have there, everything's a story there. So whether they want to go back in time, the younger version, or whether they want to continue the same timeline as they get older, as the actors get older too, which makes more sense and want to get a little bit more grounded, a bit more serious. um, There's things to do. You know, you just have to... Kind of write them well, you know, and and yeah. as we've been saying and as you mentioned specifically because of Annabelle um, Comes Home, th- the Warrens also work in a very um, – they work best as a supporting role. Yes. They point, work best as point. like we need them to save the day. Call the Warrens. All right. So like after right. you establish the story and the, and the main characters and the conflict and everything, then you call the Warrens in because you know what they're about. And you know what they can get done, but and they'll add to the rest of the story. And it happened in The Conjuring, the first one. It happened in Annabelle uh, comes home, where they're totally, they're totally secondary. They don't even come in to help. You know it, it, like like everything just kind of happens right at the end and they just come in right at right at the very like last minute just as they get home from vacation or where the fuck they were and they just do their thing. So um if they do continue with the, these um characters and these same actors I think they work best in like a supporting role and not just in a main role cuz look what we got. Yeah, look what we got.
1: You, you're right cuz then like I I kind of just stopped caring, right? Like I kind of like Ar- Arnie's struggle. It's fine, but then, the, like we don't get enough to care about. Yeah, it. his you struggle,
0: know, like we d- his light, um, and his star faded in prison. When when they put him in in the whole prison system, like scenes and all that stuff. Like like his character just got boring. Like he was yeah. good early on. Like before, like. Before he actually got arrested, the dude, the actor himself, he was doing a fucking good job. Um, but then like they they didn't know how else to kind of use him it scene. They're like, okay, let's just sprinkle him in prison a couple times. But then this is the problem: they were following the Warrens altogether. You know, like mainly following them. So Arnie's kind of like in prison, possessed and shit. Like you're fucking possessed in prison. You know the shit you can do. Like like the missed opportunities. It's like yeah, like you had this really cool scene when he's cleaning the you know the the floor and shit and he has that scene but like they really kind of forgot about the central point of the of the movie it's like hey this kid's possessed and he's in prison like why is this taking so long you know like i don't it's it 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 got
1: away from them it got away from them yeah if they're pulling from the real life story then pull from it more like either either show us like either skip the prison part and show us more of the court case and show us more of the warren's like you know giving off their testimonies and shit like that you know what i mean or do yeah do you're right because it's so they literally separate him from the story
0: because i mean like let's be real obviously the whole you know altar thing and tunnel thing that was definitely spiced up for the movie if it even happened at all you know? Um, oh, yeah. No. The, yeah. So, at it's, this,
1: at this but, point, but, like, but I'm this like, I'm just like, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this
0: is what I'm saying. Like, you have the ability. It's like, hey, you know, we're, we are people with brains. You can make a more, like, serious movie without having to throw all that action in it like that. You know what I mean? Um yeah. And I think that's where they lie now if – someone comes around and decides to write another one. I think that's the best way to do it. You grab, like, a story about an artifact or one of the totems they have in the basement or one Mm. of their older stories, uh, since the actors are older now, and then you just... You give me a movie about that story. You don't give me a a movie about Ed and Lorraine Warren. You give me a movie about that story, and it just so happens that Ed and Lorraine Warren come into the story to kind of help out.
1: Yeah, because The the Conjuring... uh, it's like an anthology of Jace, right? Like yes, it's, yeah, it, yeah. They're sequels, but it's also like there's no the only central story between all three of them is, is the
0: Warrens, a, is the Warrens, and that's what ties the anthology together. And this is why they work best in that supporting role. You know what I mean? Because right. like as again, as we, as this movie proved, it's not a good idea to you know kind of throw everything on them and make them the complete focal point of the story because. You lose any kind of because this based on true story thing, you kind of lose that, especially if you go away from the the true story, quote unquote. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. At, at um, this point, yeah. at this point, it's it's asking you to like suspend a lot of disbelief, and like yeah. that's that's fine. You know, but then, like, on the other hand, you do need the Warrens for this Conjuring universe, because as we've seen, removing them from the equation completely leaves you with La Llorona, leaves you with Annabelle, leaves you with Annabelle, uh, yeah, Annabelle 1 and 2, leaves you with Oh, that's right,
0: Annabelle Creation, Annabelle 2, Annabelle Creation. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it
1: leaves you with, uh, uh, it leaves you with the Nun, it leaves you with, uh, what was the other one they did? They There's another one in the Conjuring universe,
0: right? There's, really? Because uh, it's Conjuring 1, 2, and 3, and you have no, all three yeah, Annabelles.
1: Is, yeah, and then it is La Llorona and then The Nun. That's it, right? Yeah,
0: and then like, The Nun, yeah. yeah.
1: I um, thought it got bigger than that. You but know you know
0: what? what? Like, there's potential to get bigger.
1: And if they, if they can
0: listen to this cast right now <laughs> and listen to these minds speaking to you, it can work. You have a lot of stories you have a whole museum of stories fucking legit because every conjuring you know belongs to an artifact there you know what i mean um or two because i know in the first one they had the they had the annabelle and then they also had um fuck i forgot what they took from the house but it's it's possible man but you have to kind of know how to write a good movie and uh, not just uh, a throw in action.
1: No, I, I, <laughs> I know, because it's like, because Patrick Wilson and, and Vera Formigo they deserve that kind of like easygoing franchise. They and deserve down for the, it too. Yeah, they deserve the check of. Like they deserve that paycheck of like coming in for a movie for like filming for a couple of days just to, you know, just to be in the movie for like five minutes of like this conjuring anthology or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like they, they do deserve those checks. Like, uh, I think they got picked up by like the superhero system too. Like, um, did they? Yeah, because Patrick Wilson's in Aquaman, like so
0: he's. I mean, he's like he's DC for life, right? Because he yeah, was Owlman, so Man he, too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's locked down. I think Vera Famiga's in. I want to say the Hawkeye show for Marvel. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I want to say she's in that. So like okay, there you go. Cool, she, good for her. She, yeah, she's also been picked up. But like get that Disney des- money, baby. Yeah, but they deserve like the you know they deserve the the warrants. You know, like they. There's enough good stuff here with them and then – but you're right. Like, putting so much of a focus on them, like, kind of diminishes their spark too. It's, it's almost too much of the awards. You know? Because you, it is they,
0: too much. You know what? Like, because <laughs> – because honestly, dude, like, honestly, like, like if you look at the real people and you look at the, uh, you know, the portrayals in the movies, you know that the movie's doing too much. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, the, like, man. But again, like – text. it goes back to, like, just basic horror rating. Like, you're forgetting the story that you want to tell. It's not about the warrant. It's about this kid on trial who was possessed by a fucking demon and killed somebody. And then he got off on a manslaughter charge in five years instead of the actual death penalty. That's the fucking story.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like, because somehow the jury believed... That whole devil possession thing, and I want, I
0: dude, I saw, so, oh, dude, yeah, I was hoping, I would, uh, that, I, was so hoping right. I would see some of that, man. I was hoping I would see some of that.
1: Yeah, because now that I think about it, you know, we accept devil possession in the Conjuring universe because we've seen it firsthand. Yes, and, and at this point, three movies in, however, movie uh, movies in the universe in, it's kind of just a known fact. Yeah, but then like. When you think about it, you kind of forget that the rest of this universe, like, doesn't feel the same way. Perfect but, example, know. Tex. When
0: they convinced the lawyer, you remember she was fucking traumatized. I, I so wish
1: right. they, should, they did yes. that dinner
0: scene, dude. Because yes. I would, uh, like, oh, my God. Like, they invited the lawyer to dinner to prove to her, hey, listen, like, um, it was Arnie's lawyer. And she um was invited to the Warrens so they can show her, hey. Let me show you what we're talking about. And then you skip to a scene the next day where she's fucking traumatized. The woman looked like she saw a fucking ghost, dude. And you
1: don't even get into that. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't do the work of, yes. like, making all of this stuff feasible and believable. It gets like, lazy. It just, yeah, it, it's lazy in the fact that, like, oh, this is Conjuring 3. we are We're just fully accepting, like, all of this stuff now. But it loses, like, in the first one, it loses that, like, the first one still has that air of skepticism around it. Because you know, yeah, even though we see all of this possession stuff going on, you know, it's still like, oh, I don't know, are the Warrens faking it? Could they be like part of this thing? And it would have been fun to see that torn into a little bit with this one. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Going back to Emily Rose, maybe, maybe it would have been more interesting to see like a full, like, not a full court movie but just something to where we have to see the Warrens defending Yeah because honestly all dude this, right?
0: they did all that work and I want to see the fruit of their labor. Right. They did all yes. this thing in the tunnels they broke this fucking black altar, they fought a fucking witch who contorted into many pieces and fucking plopped down which But yeah, it's uh I don't know, man. Overall though, it was a good watch. If you have HBO Max, I would definitely tell you to sit down and watch it, but if you do have HBO Max, I would definitely tell you to watch, as we said, um, um, Annabelle Comes Home. Um, right, yes. And watch the first Conjuring. Honestly, that's all you really need. As I said before, The Conjuring 2, I felt was just a bit much. They, you know what it was? Because the first one set such a fucking high bar for the entire thing. That everyone yeah. was fucking jonesing for part two. Because Juan was still directing it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He he was still directing one and two, I believe. But then uh, you
0: got kind of far away from what the whole gist of the conjuring universe is supposed to be and it's, it's the actual stories behind all these artifacts you know what i mean it's not you know the warrants and yeah. As we said yeah and as we said That's- before Annabelle Comes Home, it's a great interpretation of that theory. It's like, hey, it's an actual a movie set in the museum, pretty much, you know?
1: Yeah, it, it's weird. Like, it's so wild that, like, the third Annabelle movie is one of the best Conjuring movies. It's so, it's just kind of mind-blowing that, like, tucked away in, like, the shitty Annabelle franchise. Yeah, it was like, like watching super... Ouija 2, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, oh my god, this is actually good. This is exactly... <laughs> And that's when you have, like, someone with a creative idea taking on this thing. And, yeah, it's buoyed by, like, it's buoyed by, like, all of the, you can tell, it's kind of like, you remember the uh, Cabin of the Woods? Remember that whiteboard that they have all yeah, the monsters on? that's great, remember,
0: man. It, that's it such kinda, a, that's a good concept.
1: Oh yeah, but like it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, like watching Edible comes home, it's like okay, here's the here's the fucking um here's the man, here's the yeah. wedding dress, here's, here's the spooky-
0: slender man over here, yeah, you know? here's
1: the here's the spooky box, here's the TV, here's the samurai armor, here's like it, it's kind of like you know, it, it is buoyed by the like all of these random ideas that they probably had for movies but, but like they we said go dude, with. But,
0: dude but, but, that's but you're fine. absolutely right but you're absolutely that's right it's, it's it's fine and that's the idea of the conjuring universe that's what the the universe is supposed to be like for instance imagine if if Mike Flanagan for instance wants to direct uh um a conjuring uh like story about this particular about the tv dude but then you add the warrens as supporting cast but you focus on the story and then like yes. that's how you keep that franchise alive honestly is uh, like grab a different director all the time adam wingard wants to do a story about this about the samurai thing right or uh, right. or, or zach snyder wants to do a story about about um the piano or something you know what i mean like yeah weird yeah you know like that's how this franchise can still live on but that Honestly, I would prefer in a smaller format, like not in theaters, maybe like an Amazon show or something like that or like a big yeah. money production show. You get these, You're right. It's like Masters of Horror from a, a Showtime back in the day. You got all these like top directors in, in the horror field, all these big names, um, and they directed a different stories, good fucking stories, you know? That's what right. this kind of universe needs. And, and it works. I mean – it's owned by Warner Brothers. HBO Max is right there. You do a Conjuring Universe show, you know, and 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 label it Conjuring Universe, and then you, this is what you do: you get small time directors to to do like little, like you know, like uh, not small time, but up and coming directors, you know, to do other the stories. There's so much potential here and you can always bring in patrick wilson and vera formiga to kind of not anchor the movie entirely but just you know when they're coming in that that portion of the movie is going to be fucking solid and you know you can bank on that you know
1: right uh what i want to see is more of like like we like we just said i want to see more of the wards defending their ideas like um yeah man because we get that in the credits of all things you know, we, cause we get the real footage of the Warrens like talking mm-hmm. about this shit. And it's always like some guy asking them, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Is this really real? And they're yeah, like, yeah, being interviewed know.
0: in some TV show and something like yeah. that.
1: I want to see more of that. You know, like that—that's the interesting part of the awards to me. Like, it's—I—I I agree. Like, I'll—I'll like, I'll take all that shit. And—and and you have actors. Both Patrick Wilson and
0: Vera Farmiga are actual, you know, capable, solid they, actors. They
1: are—they are actors. Yes, you <laughs> know what I mean.
0: <laughs> because listen, you have other people who can't really act. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, it's different. You have these two. um people who can actually portray these characters solidly. Like they can give you a solid performance when it comes yeah. to a drama too, you know? Dude, um, it's, so it. it's so true.
1: It's so true because they can easily be too goofy. Like uh, you know, yeah, cause exactly you get stuff like costuming and stuff like that, you're like, oh this is a little you know, cause Lorraine's look, like Vera Famiga's look is Lorraine is kinda goofy. Like it's kind of like on that on that edge of like uh, little too much you know what i mean because like with but, the like but the it's very, crazy like, because that's how she looked hair. though that's how Lorraine warren actually looked <laughs> i know but like in a movie to me i'm just like oh, it's right on that borderline
0: you know what I but mean? also like, you, you know you have to always remember that these movies are like in the 70s and shit like you know so th- right. th- the clothes are kind of like appropriate yes even even at that time her her Clothing choice was definitely like eccentric, but that's, leave the old lady alone.
1: The, the, no, that's that's <laughs> all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm like, it, it's it's a little like, but you get what I'm saying, though, right? No, yeah, it's, no, I get you. It's like, so
0: close to being in, goofy in the wrong hands. In the yeah. wrong hands, like part ultimately three was, the, right? Know, ultimately, <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
1: Ultimately, it's just like in the wrong hands, the warrants could easily be. Like, goofy or yeah, a little Yeah, but, but you see, though, yeah. like, even
0: when Juan had them um, and Juan had control of that, yes, you noticed her clothes, but it wasn't so accentuated as it is in this movie. You're absolutely right. Like, like yeah. her look was definitely more in the forefront this time around because before the movies were a little darker you really didn't really care about the you know what they were wearing and stuff like that um uh, but but you're absolutely right and this one like again it's who is in control of the film you know it's yeah, it's the choices they make to you know to kind of do what they got
1: to do yeah because compare this to the first one where it's very obviously retro and very obviously 70s but that yeah. like You know, and now like now it looks like Vera Farmiga is the only one who's dressing like it's the seventies. You know what I mean? Like it's very like very idyllic and Americana type of farm shit. But then like then you have Vera Farmiga being the odd one out. Like I'm like, oh, I get it. She's the psychic. But like, make her blend in better with the surroundings. Like make it give it more of a retro feel. Give it. But but then that's what you're saying. It's all in the wrong hands yeah (laughs) like i think it's in the wrong hands man that's just the big like that's just the big issue at the end of the day right like but listen look like uh it's an improvement
0: on la llorona right yeah Um, you know what
1: it's better than la llorona yeah
0: it's an improvement for them so i'm glad they're getting better as storytellers right
1: yeah it's more interesting than conjuring 2 that's the hard part right like it's not completely something that you can throw out, but then it's also not something you can fully recommend to somebody. (laughs) It's just like... Yeah, I I mean, like, listen... I would rather recommend Annabelle Comes Home more so than... If you're
0: a horror fan... You're gonna watch it because of the name Conjuring is attached to it. And that's just because of the greatness of the first one. So go watch the first Conjuring. I believe it's available. If, if it's not on HBO Max, which it should be, I think I saw it on Amazon Prime. So it's somewhere out there streaming for free. Um, mm-hmm. so go watch it. Um, go watch Annabelle Comes Home. That's for sure on HBO Max. And that is like, it's not long. It's like the pacing is good. It's a different type of story. You don't get bogged down by the Warren. Um, kind of, um, mystique, you know, um, and it's a fun watch. It it was unexpectedly good, man. It was, um, I, I legit, like we watched it. And without any kind of expectations, I watched it because I have corpse feed. And this is my responsibility to you folks. <laughs> um, and it was surprisingly good. Um, so go watch Annabelle Comes Home. Go watch the original Conjuring. You can kind of wait for this one until it pops up on like uh, the sci-fi channel on a Sunday afternoon. But uh, again, folks, thank you for joining us on for episode 70 of The Morgue. An official course feed podcast. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on Apple Podcasts. Go uh, check us out on SoundCloud. I'm not sure if we're on Spotify yet. Yeah, we're working on that. But go check us out on Instagram. Go check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Go check out the More uh, uh, Cast IG, the More Cast Twitter as well. Um, thank you so much, Dell, for the artwork. Thank you, Glenn, for the music. We highly appreciate it, folks. And thank you guys for uh, uh, tuning in. And uh, as with me, always, Mr. Nick Valdez. And, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it.